This episode of EmblemCast is brought to you by our loyal patrons. Rory Greer, Varun Joshi, Teenage Mutant Mitch McConnell, Sam Hartmans, Slurb King, Alex Bartnick, Spino, Cody Swinemir, and Isaac Liebler. If you would like to support the show, please go to patreon.com slash emblemcast. guys welcome back to emblemcast we have a special episode today it's not every day that a new fire emblem game is released and and particularly not every day particular one that i think the five of us has have been quite engaged in chefin in particular how as per usual uh what are you your one and a half playthroughs in yeah one and a, one and a half playthrough well about more overall probably more one and a third all things considered by but. the way i am going to specifically date us here just so people can understand how absurd this is we're recording less than a week since the game has been out uh by the time this goes up chef will probably be through three yeah yeah yep. it's it came out thursday i started playing thursday 9 p.m it, we're recording this wednesday 8 p.m yeah. so almost almost six uh, six full days and i've done yep. a full one and a half playthroughs here i w- i will say though like the the half playthrough i kind of understand because you skip so much just by going through all the cutscenes and everything in this game there's a lot of cutscenes. Yeah. oh i'm, I'm still i'm still watching i'm still watching them on the on the rewatch you know? oh i i feel I bad know. for you i'm i'm sorry you, we'll get to that yourself, <laughs> yeah <laughs> This is this is this is how this is how I learn. This is this is the learning process. For it is the learning sake process. Of your intervention, can you disclose how many hours you put into the game? Yeah, uh, I'm, just, I'm curious. I'm curious. Uh, I'm more. You, curious you don't need to tell us how, right now. Yeah, just give check me while we're yeah, talking. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. I'm more yeah. so curious yeah. about your, 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 your total play time for the first yeah. playthrough. Yeah. It's by the way, the complete side note. It still drives me insane. That what what are we sick? six years almost six years getting five five years five years into the switch runtime and there's still no proper uh like playtime count for applications that that drives me insane but anyway let's <laughs> there's I an mean, activity that, that log. the official motto yeah. of the switch ui is worse than the wii from 2005 yeah there is yeah there is an activity profile and it'll show you hours but it, it, it only updates every five hours and it, i don't know it's weird yeah anyway it's not perfect but it's close yeah, but let's talk about Fireball now. We all picked it up on release. Which one of you guys, by the way, I think it was just the three of us, uh, Keegan and Husser, that got the special edition, right? Yeah. yeah. The divine I don't know why the fuck I did. It's I don't know why you did either. I was shocked you did. I don't know. You know what? I don't regret it, because it, it, I will say this is probably way too late for anyone to get it now, because I think oh, just God like all no. the Nintendo yeah. special editions, it's impossible it's to get. It's probably like $500 now. Yeah, no, the art book is well, really nice, and honestly, the, the steel book case, is really nice. Book like is really steel nice. I forgot the, the other that we were getting a steel book. Was yeah, that I, I looked up, I found my old uh, Fate Special Edition. Just yeah, like you realize you're sitting box. on like 700 And I realized bucks. <laughs> that even opened, it's worth like 400 bucks. Yeah. So, so in, you know, like so six years when uh, you, you hate yep. engage with a burning passion, you can just sell it for a profit. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, so let's let's I guess we'll start with this. This is the, the place it makes the most sense to start. Um, 
So first of all, I think we all decided the game, I believe, is about 26-ish chapters, and we're going to call chapter the sequence of chapter 10 to 11. That's kind of our spoiler limit there. There's an event that happens there. You'll know it if you've played the game. It makes sense to break the game up there, but I don't think any of us want to spoil the game for people going through it, probably not as insane of a pace as we have. Uh, and or also, chef. I don't want to be spoiled <laughs> for some of this stuff. Yeah. Um, so, and the side happy. of that is that everything up until that point is fair game. So if you yep. want to go in totally blind, that's cool. But maybe listen to this episode after you get at least that far. For yep. those of you listening, that means we'll be talking a lot about working out and tea. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. Those are all Most major of, topics of conversation. Those are all on the table. That, yep. From that point. All on the table. Um, and I, the other thing I think we should say is, I guess, just how far we've gotten. Chef, and we already said he's won a third, one and a half playthroughs in. I'm at, I think it's 15 or 16 now. Uh, what What are the rest of you guys at? I'm the Devin this episode. I'm on, like, chapter eight. You are the oh. Devin. Keegan, how about you? I, I'm on um, I'm on chapter eighteen. I've been doing a bunch of the uh, a bunch of paralogs, so I haven't done like a story yeah, chapter yeah. in like four or five chapters. Yeah, uh, those post eleven. Some of those paralogs are a little tough, but yeah, you know, that's yeah. that's another time. How about you, Darren? Yeah. Uh, I am on chapter thirteen. I was in the midst of doing a emblem paralog. That I won't say Ooh. which one in case people are so sensitive to spoilers. From what it sounds like, we're all kind of in the same boat, but uh, I don't know. I guess I can start. Um, we'll get into all this. The game is kind of exactly what I expected it to be, uh, for better and for worse. I'm really enjoying the gameplay. I think it's a cool return to form. Uh, it feels like GBA Fire Emblem with some other stuff on top of it, especially in the map design. Uh, the story is, we'll have to see when it all is said and done. It is very close. Every time I read a dialogue box, it's inching closer to Fate's Tear writing for me. Uh, writing's really rough, but if you have been a... I mean, I think in particular, if you've been with the series for a while and you're missing that kind of classic Effie gameplay, it's to recommend. Just uh, I told Keegan this the other night. If I didn't have a podcast to record about this game, I would have started hitting start on those cutscenes hours ago. So <laughs> don't be afraid. Yeah, so Fire Emblem before, uh, I'm just going to jump into the story a bit because I think that's worth getting out of the way. Um, I think mm -hmm. that is the best way to experience this game is to get that shit out of the way. True. Um, <laughs> I, I might have a lower tolerance for what I'm going to call the more bothersome anime tropes um, than some other people. Uh, but but mm -hmm. I think the fact that I could sort of play through Birthright and be like, yes, I would skip this if I weren't doing a co podcast. Uh, but I, I didn't feel my skin actively crawling. Like, I didn't want to die. Um, <laughs> engaged, literally, I, I I felt myself wanting to just, like, pull an Oedipus and stab myself in the eyes with my Joy-Cons. Um, maybe that would fix the fucking drift. Nothing else has. But it is it is rough. Ooh, boy. It's like fucking Sword Art Online shit. Um, and Go everyone does that stupid, like, hand animation, like Tails and Sonic 06. It's uh, it's really fucking bad, which also makes it weird because the voice acting, especially for like I had female Alir, it's mm -hmm. like shockingly good. Like she is really trying to sell it and she's failing because you cannot sell those lines no matter how good you are. I know I, I picked male Alir and honestly, some of the, I, I feel like I wish I went female because some of those line deliveries are a little it's shockingly good. Like 
the, I mean, these think... cutscenes, you know, again, wanting to gouge my eyes out. And mm-hmm. yet, and yet the voice acting is really good. This is the first uh like fully voiced Fire Emblem protagonist, uh, or you know, protagonist, whatever, but uh well, Echoes. like Avatar character. And, and also technically, yeah, we had Echoes and then also in we had Three Hopes, okay. we had Shaz. Yeah. 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 Uh okay, guys, well, I didn't play Three guys. Hopes. Echoes is a fair point. Three yeah. Houses was fully voiced. Voice actor for Byleth back there, nailed it. Uh, yeah, no, nailed all, all, all those. like twelve lines of dialogue were yeah. stellar. No notes, perfect performance. I don't yeah. think Byleth, yeah. Byleth never never even spoken any cutscenes, right? I don't, I don't believe so. Maybe a grunt Didn't or Byleth's two or voice something. Did actor get canceled and they had to like? Well, they were uh, yes. the, re- yes. the very they first them. one, yeah, but then replaced like a week, less than a week after. Yeah. It was like right at launch, basically. So. And because they don't really talk, it's hard to tell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If, you, if you didn't know, you wouldn't notice. Maybe some of the some of the like grunts sounded slightly different to you, but <laughs> you wouldn't notice. Okay. So I I have seen people say, and and if you feel this way, you know, good for you. Enjoy. I've seen people say that this is a funny campy send up of the standard fire emblem plot that it's like taking the piss out of the whole thing i do not sense that level of self-awareness i don't either yeah very occasionally it's funny and maybe one of those times i think it was on purpose um like specifically when alir is like let's just fucking run away like i i found that funny i think that was on purpose that is the only time so far um it's not really making fun of or parodying the quote-unquote standard fire emblem plot it's just doing it very poorly like not even boringly like this is an fe6 or something it's like actively bad and painful um like the the queen uh what's her name lumera right yeah yeah Yeah. so so she's worth comparing to makoto in fates who is also a queen that you see for like two chapters who's your mother that you've never met and then immediately dies yeah and i I never fucking thought I would be praising this about Fates, but by comparison, somehow they still did it better. Because in yeah. Fates, at least, like, Corrin is, like, thrown into the fucking wilderness and, like, scared and alone. So when you meet um, What's-Her-Face, the Queen Lady, it feels like some kind of relief. It's meant to be, like, happy and, like, okay, you get a moment to breathe, and then, oh, fuck, you don't. And it's sort of your fault because you brought the stupid exploding sword. Alir, the the fucking I just I was laughing. That that was another example of the game being funny. I'm sure it was not on purpose there. I just found it so funny that she dies so quickly for no reason. Oh yeah, they speed <laughs> ran her death. Yeah, if Fire Emblem oh, is good at anything, it's killing parents. It, by the and way, they just did this pretty well with Geralt. Like that, yeah. that worked pretty well. That this, was one of the, the better Fire Emblem parent deaths. I don't know how to explain it exactly. Part of the Part of it is like the cutscene and and dialogue choreography and things, but this is another game just like Fates, where it's like stuff just happens. I, I don't know if that makes any sense, but in that cutscene, it's like it. Th- there are cutscenes where like characters will jump in front of people to save them, and it's like I don't even know how you got here. The geography doesn't make any sense. So this, I actually wrote down a note about this. I think yeah. it's an uncanny valley situation. Yeah, like if you compare it, if you just. For a second, let's just assume that the writing is exactly as good as, say, Fates. Mm-hmm. I think the fact that the cutscenes are more animated, it makes it all weirder and more unnatural. Like, it's not even like sort of 3DS era, like, stock poses, you know? Yep. Like, oh, the portrait's, you know, switching between, like, scratching his chin and whatever. Like, 
or or three houses kind of was doing that with the animations like everyone had like a couple that they used for all the yeah. cutscenes so you just kind of get used to it really quickly they've got much more varied animations the cutscenes are much more choreographed and that level of presentation for me at least made it all feel so much more unnatural and weird it just it just made it even worse I know what you mean. like I, yeah. I think i would have enjoyed it more with 3ds era portraits it would have been more powerful well, but i'm also just saying there's like stuff just happens where it's like okay, we finished this area, we're going on to the next continent. There's no, like, I'm not saying this needs to be long and drawn out, but there's no, like, goodbye sequence or, like, okay, we're leaving now. It's just like, oh, holy shit, we're in a new continent. Okay, we just went from a castle in the sky, the sky to all of a sudden we're in, like, you know, the first Lord's, like, homeland. It's like, okay, I don't know how we got here, but we're here. I, 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 don't, I don't know how to describe it. It's just... Oh, and you just like walk up on characters and random areas where they, I, I don't know. Th this is a little bit after the chapter eleven thing, but it's not really a spoiler. You just you go to the desert area and just like the first thing you see, it's it's like an important character there. I, I don't I don't know. It's just happenstance type writing. Things need to happen. A needs to happen and B needs to happen. So we just force it. Um. Also, the character dialogue sucks. That that that's the biggest thing. Just the way the characters talk to each other. I don't even know how. I'm. I think we're all on the same page here. I don't know how to verbalize this. <laughs> just some of the lines in this game. <laughs> Devin. Uh. Devin, yes. I can't accept this ring you've offered me for my birthday because I don't remember who I was when it was my birthday. And yeah. It's been okay. a thousand years, so my birthday's been skipped a lot. So. I can't accept it, but maybe when I remember my birthday, then I will accept <laughs> this birthday gift. By the way, I'm the Divine Dragon. Yeah, by the way, I'm the Divine Dragon. Hello I'm there. Jesus. Uh, you can call me it, Divine but... One. Uh, please keep naming me. Please keep giving me the ability to customize my name so no one can just yep. go, hi, Alir, even though that's the only way people will ever refer to me for this game. But no, yep. because my name's Kevin, and I'm making this guy named Kevin... <laughs> Please let me change it so every single dialogue box has to have the word divine in it. Please. Yep. Please keep doing it. Yes. Thank you. Uh, also, did, did guys, to a whole new level. I know. Did any of you guys play Mailer or am I the only one? I'm, I played, I'm I played I played Mailer just because I find the female design a bit Was that cutscene in the very beginning of the game? I I laughed out loud for the wrong reasons where they first introduced what are they called the corrupted the the yeah, time corrupt, the, yeah. the zombie, corrupt. the resident the faceless, zombie, corrupted. the yeah. risen, whatever. Need to be in every game now, where the corrupted first show up, and they're, you're with Fram Clan and Vander, and they're like, "Divine Dragon, what should we do?" And he says, "We should run." And they're like, "What? We should run?" He's like, "Yes, because we don't know who they are and where they actually come from." Then there's just a slight pause, and he says, "Also, I'm scared." <laughs> just like, I mean, he's, he's scared. <laughs> That, that yeah. becomes a recurring, a recurring theme for him. Just yeah, he's like of the very, very few yeah. conversational beats, many of which are strange or unnatural, which are then drawn out over very long dialogue. I think this often is an issue translating from Japanese. Like you have to put a lot of mm -hmm. effort into not making this happen. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's like that kind of redundancy is more of a style, often a dialogue. Um, you see it in like Metal Gear, especially the later ones, where yeah, you spend like yeah. forty-five minutes to say two sentences of content. It's to <laughs> yeah. show yeah. that you're processing information by like repeating a question. Mm -hmm. It's to I show know that I'm not knowledgeable well. yeah. 
I'm not knowledgeable, but if I repeat it, like I'm showing. Well, but it it also shows that you're yeah that you're listening exactly that you're understanding what they're saying yeah. It shows the oh, snake effect. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, yeah, we mentioned avatar worship. So your main character in this game, Olir, you are like literally Jesus. I mean, you're dragon Jesus. Pretty close. You're dragon Jesus, except instead of three days, it took you a thousand years to reawaken. But it's okay. Everyone, you know, everyone at their own pace. Uh, this pissed me <laughs> off so much. So you've got this like avatar character that you can kind of customize in game or whatever. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. Apparently, fireable games need to have that. Whatever. They have a reason to be exposited to about everything because they're fucking 3,000 years old. They don't know the world at all. They, the characters have every reason to be explaining shit to them and to the audience at the same time. They already have a good excuse for that. But then also, for some fucking reason, they have amnesia. Like, I'm going to give this game the benefit of the doubt and assume that the amnesia is covering up some twist for the end about what happened in the past. It probably uh, I don't know. Most that... likely. Yeah, okay. Yep. So... <laughs> <laughs> assuming that it assuming that that's true um you still don't need like full fucking amnesia to cover that up you could i mean i don't know the twist itself maybe you couldn't not have a leer in the room but like if you really have to do that then they could just miss the moment or forget the moment i or... Huster, i will say because you're a little bit farther behind as the game progresses the amnesia kind of matters less and less I just mean, that's because good. yeah you get it's a just, full it's, cast it's, by the end you know, it's so gilding the lily to be like, it would be like if fucking Aang from Avatar also didn't remember who he was, despite yeah. being hundreds of years old. And it doesn't matter. Like, he doesn't know anything anyway. True. Also, I don't know. Just I, I'm so tired of these protagonists. I guess it appeals to a certain kind of person, but I'm so tired of these characters that it's just, I mean, as we said, they literally worship you in this game. They took it to a new level. You are their divine deity. Your name is the divine dragon. You are their god. And I don't, I just don't enjoy that. Like everywhere you walk, everyone like falls to their feet and apologizes to you for <laughs> talking to you incorrectly when, I don't know. I, I read, um, did you guys see that uh, when this game, a few days before release, Nintendo was doing like Treehouse uh, developer interviews and they talked about how the character of Alir went through a lot of changes. And at first they had Alir be like, from what they were saying, like a lot more sassy, <laughs> like talking back and kind of edgy, but Nintendo made them reel it in and, and it got. Was, uh, it was the other way around. They originally had him being m- more of a coward and more scared and I guess pathetic. In a Is sense. that it? But then, okay. Yes. But then Nintendo were like, nah, sort of beef him up in a way and pulled them in for, pulled them. Hold intelligent systems away from more away from that. Oh man, we could have had like Shinji Akari esque main character for Fire yeah. Emblem. Oh man, I mean that would have yeah. been funnier at least. I think. I mean, I don't know. Given uh, the execution of the final product, it quick. probably still would have been a disaster. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Like, um, I, I wish with these cutscenes, I wish I were like watching them with a friend, drunk. Like, I, I bet I you could enjoy them that way. I know. They also mentioned as well, I, I encourage everyone to go read those. There are three parts. They're, they're actually pretty interesting and fascinating. They talk about the character design a lot as well, which has been a hot topic for, I think, everyone who's <laughs> considered buying this game or reviewed it or whatever. Um, the, the other thing they mentioned was, I think as well, that they had him being a little bit more like traditional noble, but they, they wanted him to 
appeal to like today's demographic and people don't want to see you know like nobles acting better than everyone so they made a leer so, more relatable so instead we want to see god <laughs> yeah and gods yeah. relating to each other i, I don't know because i can relate have, more to dragon god than i can yeah. to nobility also you, you have what loved? i can tell is darren's favorite uh characters uh saline and what's his name alfred um uh, they're kind of we'll, we'll get in it they're kind of dicks right. <laughs> like the way they treat people especially saline but i don't know i, I, will say, I like I will the sound say. of that because that implies that they go on to do something which they oh they don't do, do anything but oh. um, and you're you're saying i was gonna say one thing about the design uh a bit of a story thing but the 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 split hair yeah. thing that does actually come into the plot later. I had so a then, feeling. I, I had a feeling. So, so, then, yeah, it co- so then it comes into like, all right, how how do you have a split hair colored protagonist? And they're like, hmm. I, I am behind. I have not looked up any spoilers or anything. I'm just going to throw this out there. This is my guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alir was Dragon Jesus and Dragon Satan, and they had blue and red hair, and they got merged. Yep. I, won't, I, won't, I won't say anything <laughs> about it. Yeah. Neither confirm nor deny. All right. So, uh, why don't we talk now? We're kind of on the topic well, of presentation. Well, before you, you move on, I feel like okay. the two of you have really gone in on the story, and I want to give Chef in some space, since I yeah. know Fates is his favorite video game of all time, yeah. and, since this game is is both, and since Fire Emblem Engage is both the sequel to Tokyo Mirage Sessions and to Fire Emblem Fates, I want to yeah. give Chef in the floor to defend himself and his game. <laughs> I, I feel like he I, may have I've a actually, take than some of us. I, I've actually I, I, been to Stefan's room. He has a shrine of corn in that. It's very strange. It's really I, I, do, I do I do have like a picture of like the Fates cover art on my wall on my wall actually. And also the awakening box art. I don't, I don't know <laughs> I don't know why I pointed to that. <laughs> Corin's feet are worn down. I was there. just gonna say, yeah. <laughs> but I will, I will, I will say this. Uh, I can't, I can't say a lot since a lot of the stuff I want to talk about happens after the spoiler, after the spoiler cutoff. I will say, mm-hmm. uh, this this game really gets off on the wrong foot, both in yes. terms of, in, very very much yes. so in terms of characters and story. Yep. For this, for the characters, you get literally like all of. Well, I wouldn't say all, but most, pretty much all of the bad characters just in one region, and they're the first people you meet. Yeah. <laughs> literally, like so. Fram- also, shit. Do you mean <laughs> like, just the stewards or the the next set too? Both. Uh, I mean, the, both. Okay. It's quite literally yeah. until you get to Brodia. Yes. I think that's Brodia. like the next chapter. I that, think. Yeah. That's Brodia where starts. Things chapter yeah, yeah. Heaven? Uh, chapters mm-hmm. yeah, the Alchrist. Have you met Alchrist Husser? I can't remember. Yeah, in the cutscene. Yeah, but yeah, I haven't played yeah. that chapter yet. So yeah, it's like literally once once you get past the first group, then it's like, alright, now 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 we're actually getting into like real characters here. And, yeah. and then and then the story starts then starts trying to hit more beats and stuff. But with the start, you're just given the the worst possible. You know, Fram, Fram and Clan probably. Yeah, they, yeah, they suck. <laughs> uh, I, I, okay, you know what? I'm gonna defend them a little bit. The Fram and Clan together supports I actually thought were genuinely funny, just because they're so ridiculous. They're C for, support, and when it started, I was like, "Oh, this is actually pretty cute." And then it just went on way too long and got really repetitive and 
fan me and then i was like okay, i thought it was this. funny just but, because of how ridiculous it is for for people who don't know their whole support line i haven't seen their a support but their whole support line is about starting a a literal fan club it's been going they're they already been going. Exist. and they're they're the presidents of the fan club and fram's the president clan's the co-founder it's if in the there, arena the intro dialogue is there oh i'm the president i'm the Divine Dragon Fan Club president or Divine Dragon co-founder. Yeah. By the way, there's I've no been worry. using... There's, a, there's an established hierarchy. Clan is the girl, yeah. right? Clan is the Fram. girl? Cram is the girl. Fram is Clan the girl. is the guy. Yeah. No, Fram's the girl. Clam's... Yes. I, whatever. I I'm using the girl. <laughs> I'm using the girl. And every, the healer. And every single time when she gets like a level up or something, when she says the di the, the in di like in battle dialogue, uh, something like, Oh my God! I can't believe it. The divine dragon looked at me. I I cringe a little <laughs> bit inside. A small piece of me dies. That's why uh, she got benched on uh, uh, yeah. my team. And then then the initial then the then pretty much all all the Fearin' A people as well. You get Alfred. He sucks. I hate it, Alfred. Yeah. It's in also in contrast to the other like major lords of the other countries. He's definitely the worst. There is like one oh, interesting yeah. thing aspect to his character. That's hmm. hidden in supports that, and also isn't brought up in the main story at all. I don't know if they're this self-aware. Is it supposed to be a joke? Because his whole thing, Darren, when we started the show, mentioned a lot about uh, push-ups and muscles and tea. Those are the two fear and a lords. <laughs> um, Salian yes, and that, Alfred. That was that was the joke. Was yeah, the joke. Uh, Alfred is like uh, he's a skinny little bitch. <laughs> I'm gonna be real. <laughs> like especially compared to like um, uh, what's his name? Pusheron. Who every yep. single support with him from people from his country is just them feeling him up. <laughs> True. Because he's so True. muscular. Well, but Everyone also wants um, the secrets to his muscles. Who's the Brodia Prince again? Not Diam Diamant. Diamant. Um Yeah. Yeah, he's like, I mean, he's kind of got it going on, dude. Then you got like little ass <laughs> Alfred over here. I, I don't I know. I will. I will say that 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 aspect is is the point I wanted to talk. Yeah, the one interesting yeah. character. It's, he was growing up. He was sort of deathly ill, and only recently he has got better. When do they so, mention that? Is that a support? It, it's, thing? In, support. It's, in, it's, it's in support. support. So that's we're we're going GBA okay. style here of important character traits and details being yeah. left behind the support. See, yeah. I'd have to be still using and him GBA at that style point. of supports being way harder to build. Yeah. Well. Yeah. We're easier here, but not not as easy as like. Three houses, yeah, not, not as bad as GBA. Yeah, yeah. Uh, GBA might as well not exist. Mentioning that sucks about Firene is other than like one, maybe two units, um, most of the Firene units are bad <laughs> and just like outclassed <laughs> by Chloe, units. Chloe, that... right? And the Chloe's kind of the only it, good it's, one. It's it's Chloe and Louise. I mean, uh, say what? What's her name? Citron? The um, no, um, Saline. Or, uh, Saline, yeah. She's been going really hard, but I think that's just the Selica. Ring. I think the Selica really yeah, good at You can right. put Selica ring on anyone early game. No, uh, or Saline's good. I've been using her. She is quite good. I will say she's like one of the MVPs on my team. Like she's yeah, probably the highest level of all the characters on my roster, and she's mm -hmm. solid. Like she has pretty decent HP, great magic, great speed. And actually, like really good defense. So she's and been, strength. Like, she oddly... gets a lot of strength. Yeah, like I've had a really solid experience using her, and she hasn't dropped mm. off yet at all. Like she's been murking mm. people 
Yeah, no, she's been quite good for me as well. Uh, Is Alfred the worst Cavalier we've had in a long time? Because it feels like Mm, it. Alfred sucked. There's there's been worse. I I mean, you know, I don't know, since Awakening or something. Uh... He's pretty bad. (laughs) Uh, Perry and Revelations. Boom. Yeah, she's pretty go. trash. That's sure. <laughs> I'll, you know what? I'll give it to you. <laughs> but this, the fact that he had to think about it should tell you what you need to know. <laughs> I was, I was, like, it's it sort of sucks because that there's no cap, technically no Cavaliers in three houses. Because out of out of out of house Lorenz, man, is Lorenz bad if he's not in house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so, rough. But yeah, I think I. Th- Alfred and as well as Vander feeling the yeah, game. Vander, Vander's a bad pre-promote. <laughs> well, I mean, he's just an, an older style of Jagan. Well, that, but, that's, no, but I don't even know. FE6 you haven't gotten there yet. Jag- he, even FE6 yeah. Vander or FE6 Marcus. Uh, FE6 Marcus age is better than Vander. Yeah. And FE6 Marcus is rough by uh, like Jagan standards. Around Man, around Vander's right at the like part. by by three chapters after you get him, he's like starting already to be like terrible. Yeah, really? Yeah. He's it's, like yeah. I'm on what chapter seven or eight. He's still like fine. Like you're running when, out of time. Yeah, that's no, I know I'm running out of time. But that's like about the same as FE6 Marcus. Like you you could do those first FE6, seven chapters. No, FE6 no. Marcus makes it to the desert. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah, he makes it, and it's also the difference in where Fe6 Marcus at the very start, Fe6 Marcus can basically kill everything on the map on his own. Vander can't Van, do that. Vander yeah, can't. can't. Yeah, Vander is probably. I would. I think the second worst Jagan in the series. I think Fe12 Aaron. Fe12 Aaron. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the only, every. That may last like two chapters. Yeah. But well, what about unless you count like Revelation Gunter? Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, no, no, because Revelation no, Gunter Gunter's... personal skill grants plus three damage and plus fifteen hit rate for Corn. So that's oh. you could take him to end game with that. Oh, for backpack. Yeah, yep. yeah, he's the backpack. I mean, I mean, if he exists, if he gets to exist on the map, that's that's good. If he takes a deployment slot, I, I'm just gonna yeah. do a quick note on this because I think it's relevant. Um, we had a question from uh, Hoshipto, aka. Electa asking if this is a good first entry for people to franchise. Um, no, Ooh. because it does not put its best foot forward. If you're new to the series and your yeah. first experience with it yeah. is these starter units and this starter story, you're never going to want to play it again. <laughs> or, or you'll fall in love with the gameplay and it's fine, but it's it's unnecessarily putting a barrier up um, that could be avoided by playing different games first. Like a way. The only thing is, they're they're hard. It's just with the way that Nintendo does their, you know, legacy games, it's it's hard because I think Three Houses works as an entry point because it's so different. But at the same time, I don't think Three Houses is a great representation of what Fire Emblem is. So I don't know if I'd recommend if you're serious about like getting into the series as a whole. I don't know if I'd say start there. I, it's, yeah, if you're it's, if you're serious about getting into the series as a whole, unless you have old consoles, you, you kind of need to emulate at this point. Yeah, uh, honestly, it, I doubt anyone is listening to this if they've never played Fire Emblem. But you know, some people back in the day, people would have get mad at me for saying this. But honestly, Awakening is probably still the best place to to get into Fire Emblem, in my opinion. I mean, if you had a switch a and you're choosing between this or Three Houses, I think Three Houses for like a yeah. newcomer, like total newbie, that's I would a say much so. better overall yeah, package. I agree. You're gonna Absolutely. have a better time. 
don't don't start game. don't start below seven and don't don't be like those people yeah, that start no. oh i'm gonna play the series in order i'm gonna start with <laughs> one god help your yeah. soul if you how many, how many people? all five of us are such old hands and we couldn't even <laughs> be bothered to do anyone <laughs> yeah we're elderly gamers and, yeah. <laughs> yeah how many people do you think did that when that whole 30th anniversary thing happened they're like fire of them i i like marth i've been wanting to get into you know <laughs> fire of them i'll start with fe1 <laughs> God, I hope not. I, oh, God. I, hope not. I, 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 I know a couple people that did. And like, I'm oh. so sorry to hear that. Yeah. I, I wanted to loop back to the story and specifically, yeah. Chef, and on your point about the game not taking its best uh, first step forward. I yep. completely agree. My first note I have is that this game has like one of the weakest overall like introductions and intro introductory periods of any Fire Emblem game I've ever played up until probably... Probably honestly, chapter 10, I was resenting yep. every time I had to sit through a cutscene. I yes. was in a very negative headspace about the game. And I kept thinking, because for reference here, mm. in December, I put over 150 hours into Tactics Ogre Reborn, which is one of my favorite strategy RPGs and probably one of the best, most well-written games of all time. Going from that to engage was <laughs> harsh. And I don't say that to be like cruel or vindictive or to like say to people are stupid. If you like this, like that's fine. But for me personally, and for my taste, I was actively like angry a little bit playing through the game, just being like, kind of grumbling myself Oh, for my fire podcast. I need to play more of this <laughs> game. Uh. I'll, like, I'll you know, go even a little bit more like inside baseball here. We kind of, I mean, you were going to do it, but Darren was seriously con questioning, like, I don't even know if I want to buy this game or not. Because, <laughs> like, for three I houses, I held off for like, over a year until yeah, I got, I got yeah. it for half price on a staple sale. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Like, I would have been willing to do the same thing for this game. And I think, chap like, once you get to chapter 10 and beyond that, like, the story is at a more interesting place and it's yes. and you're not having to deal with those characters that are really moronically written like clam clam and fram like are like out of the story at this point like after like, chapter like yeah. six like they're unfortunately like, alfred is still there though he's yes, the alfred. only one who's still there because yeah. it's yeah. like they need the the one fear in a rep and that's alfred yeah. for the rest of the game i wish it yeah. would have been saline because she's more yeah than him, i would rather but um, I hate them both. And she's the I'm one who real. actually has a chance of not having been benched. Yeah. Uh, true. True. But, but like what Stefan was saying, I do think the writing does get better. And the chapter it's 10, marginal, 11 though. stuff is well executed in both a gameplay and story standpoint. And I was more yeah. on board with the game. And I've been I feel like I've been enjoying it more since then. The 10, 11 stuff is cool it's it's just, pretty... it's just well executed especially yeah. compared to everything that's come before like i'm not it's saying easy it's to a master see coming class. i just played tactics ogre reborn i know what yeah. master class writing and world world building looks like i'm just saying it's a lot better than what's come before and i'm definitely more on board and more eager to see where stuff goes Fall. i'd agree with you and in, in particular and there is a reason that we're grouping 10 and 11 so hard together uh in particular like that from a gameplay perspective i think it really really works um story perspective it's i agree it's a cut above kind of what's come before it but it's still i don't want to give people the wrong impression it's it's not like you know it's not shakespeare <laughs> like no. it's not it's not great it's still 
you know, below average, but it's better. Would would you rank uh, post chapter 10 and 11 engaged story above any other viable story? Fates? Fates, okay. Because I wouldn't even say that about the first 10. Well, because at that point in Fates, like if you look look at Conquest, like at that point, apparently Corrin's knocking out like a ninja every single soldier you fight, and he has never killed another soldier because he's he's playing the Game of Thrones here. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. I do, um, I do agree that uh, that like post chapter eleven, I think the story is more competent than all of Fates. I know two of the three. That's not much of an accomplishment. Eleven I mean, was with, the be- has been the best chapter in the game yeah, for me. Eleven is really cool. I actually, and you'll understand why when you get there, Husser. And I think I Keegan, I remember the other night you saying you had to start a chapter over once or twice. It was eleven <laughs> for me. Um, for me, it was ten. But yeah, it was that that sequence. That was the one time I. Uh, had to like actively reset. They do something quite cool from a, a gameplay perspective. Um, and I, th- I think you'll like it. I think you'll think it's cool. As long as we've been talking about this game, we have not mentioned the central gimmick, which is the engage mechanic, the whole ring system. Um, I would say from a story perspective, that's kind of for a reason, because again, I think, you know, none of us are this is not our first rodeo <laughs> with fire emblem or you know a jrpg style story i'm sure the different worlds and stuff will be more connected to the story uh later on in the game but at least within the first half or so um the rings could be anything like they could literally be like the different rings in lord of the rings they could be dragon balls for fuck's sake like it the the fact that these characters are from different games it doesn't really matter and the characters don't have much personality it's fan service and it's cool i i don't mind like it. I, I think it's cool yeah. but I, i'd rather um, have them be old characters than like gems or whatever you know for sure for sure yeah. i'm just saying like but I, they don't I think contribute to the plot yeah i watched some reviews i sent one to keegan um we may talk about it more later on but uh people and and i understand the frustration but I think some people were looking to engage as sort of an entry to this series where it's like, you know, in particular, obviously Smash Brothers, right? We got half these fucking characters engaged in Smash Brothers and Smash, well, it kind of gives you a cool sense of what they do gameplay wise. It doesn't really give you anything story or character wise. So I've seen people be excited to come to engage and be like, wow, I wonder what Lynn is all about. I wonder what Martha is all about. Who's been in smash for, you know, forever now. Um, this game does not give you that. There are supports you have with your emblems when you're building your bonds. So you can get different skills and things like that to inherit from them. Each support is literally uh, like, it's tell me if I'm wrong guys. It's, it's literally two sentences, yeah. Yeah, but it's two style. sentences. It's the, Emblem, I no, I think it's usually the character says something and then the emblem says something and it says support level up. <laughs> like, sometimes, sometimes it's the reverse. And for a, a I'll say for level twenty, but the A bonds, then you yeah. get two lines, which can either be oh. two lines or back or a back and forth each. Ooh la la! <laughs> wow. Now I, I only have the starter emblems to go by, but they've mostly been completely interchangeable. They're just all like, I'm vaguely heroic and want to help beat the baddies you know, i like, will say marth gets a little bit more personality in the first bit because he's mm-hmm. in a lot of the cutscenes. um that's kind of it the one that really disappointed me because it's one of the first emblem rings you get is you have marth from the very first chapter very quickly after that you get 
Sigurd. And I was like, ah, oh, dude, I, just seeing a 3D modeled voice acted Sigurd was so cool to me. But then he has one like or two sentences in a cutscene and I'm he gets Sigurd. nothing. Yeah, I am Sigurd. And that's it. And uh he doesn't really appear other than that. And I would say in the support conversations I did with him, he has the least personality <laughs> of any of the other lords too, which is a I, real shame. I will say Sigurd does does come back up later. He does does ultimately become the second most important emblem character. Really? Yes. Really? But it's for the first half it's big big Marth show, which uh, understandable Marth Marth is is the face. Yep. He, he's see, kind of the mascot of the series in a way. Yeah. On a meta level, it was funny that Sigurd belonged to the dead the queen dying first parent. as like another death That's flag. What well, as, as if she didn't have enough. A lot a lot of the bond lines are generic, basically interchangeable generic, but then there are some that are Based if the if the characters' backstories are related to the emblem, it does come into play, and then it's it, it's interesting to be like, man, see, <laughs> you were just with my mom when she died. Yep. Personalities don't impact the story much. Uh, their their gameplay roles actually were translated over surprisingly well. I thought, oh, very uh, well. Like Sigurd uh, gives extra them, move yeah. and lets you like Anto or Cantor so busted. Now. Yeah, he's, he's so busted, so busted. <laughs> which he should be. He's fucking Sigurd. You get him really early and he's extremely busted. That's Sigurd. That's what he's supposed to do. Yeah. Micaiah has her like sacrifice thing and you spend all your time like building XP healing and dying to a stiff breeze. True. I th- on a gameplay level, they did a really cool job incorporating all the stuff from the individual games, at least very, what I played so far. Very popular website. I don't remember which and I don't want to send hate or anything so i'm not going to say but uh some popular websites i've seen because i've seen some rankings of like the best engage rings and everything i've seen a lot of people put makaya at the bottom absolutely not makaya if you want to power level a unit you oh my god yeah you you can get like a full level in in one use of of her staff you hit a few units yep for people who don't know she has it's it's actually really cool she has in AOE physic, like, and you don't even need a physic, you can have a normal heal staff. If you engage with Micaiah, you select a certain unit, I think in eight spaces, if if I recall, and the unit you select, it also heals adjacent targets. So you can technically heal five units in one, but she also has a skill which heals the healer. So if you've taken damage, you can heal six units in, in one one action it's and, then, and her special engage <laughs> skill heals every unit on the map to full and gives you a level of xp this is the best makai has ever been yeah. <laughs> she, <laughs> she's really good uh my boy leaf though rest in peace i'm sorry leaf he's pretty bad <laughs> yeah poor poor leaf basically and roy. Only, and roy is at least slightly more noteworthy than leaf it's true <laughs> leaf of which Leaf effectively has like nothing going for him aside from like some knives stuff, which is like I mean, knife proficiency. Cool. That's probably his most important. Thing there, there are twelve emblems, right, or fifteen in the many? base game. In, in the, the base, base game, game yeah. there's twelve. But with there's day 12. one okay, DLC, yeah. there's now more. Okay, there's yeah. So there's extra. there's twelve in the base game, and the deploy slots are really low in this game. Like a lot of the time, it's like eight or ten. They were better. They get, they get better. They do get better. They, they, a lot of the they, they times do. it's because you're getting like three characters in one map, I've noticed. Yeah. So yeah. It'll you know, be eight as you get further something. on, your default it becomes twelve a lot more often. Yeah. And I think it ends you, around like fourteen. But so between your good emblems and your filler emblems, 
it it feels very the the gotcha emblems feel very tacked on uh to me Pretty i don't good, mind though. it no Some i i enjoy it because you get so much what is it bond experience i think bond fragments um, bond fragments you get so many especially if you're doing which i've kind of stopped doing we'll get into this but the somnial stuff if you're doing all that and feeding your little dog thing all the time like talking to all the characters that you used in battle on the end battle sequences you get and you do the achievements as well you get so many bond fragments that pouring some into some extra stat boosters because you you don't have enough rings for most of the game to give to everyone you, you really got to be selective about who you, you put the engage rings on so throwing some uh bond fragments to like the the random rings is is i think it's useful it's, hey, it's man, worth it sometimes you get an s rank said that gives your saline like a plus two and three to speed and magic and like i think she also gets one to defense from it it's like it's great have you got will say i guess yet, it has Karen? the hero's appeal of like all the old units uh but without having to pay real money so there there yeah. is that yeah um, and, and you're basically not... like picking whatever game you want to focus on which is also nice this is not and i'm sorry to come after you chef this is not um this is not xenoblade chronicles 2 <laughs> of like a gotcha <laughs> in a single player game it's, you wouldn't know it's... it watching the cutscenes. <laughs> true <laughs> no I, i'm sure xeno 2 is better than this but i i've seen it at its worst uh, and at its worst it's very similar yeah uh not not <laughs> not the start Z- xenoblade 2's start is still way worse than engages start. worse than engages start it, it oh, is i don't know about that that's an achievement sure. <laughs> I, I, I don't think it's debatable in, in which way the Xenoblade way you're saying chef Zeno two start is like the most abrasive thing that yeah. I've like ever tried to push yeah, myself through. You know what? Yeah. No, you guys are right. As much as Alir sucks, I, I Rex is worse. <laughs> At least yeah. early Rex. But but that's that's but the the great twist of Xenoblade two is the <clears> second <throat> half is actually like really good. And just somewhere in there, you're like, oh oh crap, I'm actually I'm actually yeah. Invested. But the thing is, the, first the thing half is, is this so is bad. yeah. This is Fire Emblem where the game is I don't know roughly give or take a little bit thirty ish hours, maybe a little more. When we're talking Xenoblade 2, where half the game is longer than Fire Emblem is in, <laughs> in its entirety. <laughs> so it's a little, it's a more difficult pill to swallow. Um, get, getting back to the, getting back to the emblem ring, like the bond rings will say, yeah, they're most, they're mostly just there as like fan service. Like, oh, hey, remember this character and just get, get some extra stats for some of them. And just seeing like, uh, seeing the references to like the distributions, like for Oh, saying he gives like plus two build, which is like, oh, yeah, me, yeah, like I, if you play FE finally, like he would give, he would give two build, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's also technically there is a sl- some gotcha aspect in that some some of the S rank rings do have skills on them, yeah. So, really? Yeah, but on, only some, but not all of them are actually good. O- only like let's say like two or three of them actually have good skills. Which ones? Always uh, is really good. Yes, there's, Ol- there's, Owens is one that I'm aiming yeah, to make. Yeah, Ol- Owens specific from FE5. Uh, her skill lets Thunder Tomes become Brave Tomes, but on- only base Thunder, not like L Thunder or Thoron, only Thunder. Mm. But that's pretty cool. That's still really good. Uh, Claude, if is if you give if you're at 100 percent HP, all bow bow attacks have like plus one range. And mm. then, but then my my favorite as like aha funny moment is Alencia's S S rank ring is mercy <laughs> she, which mercy makes it so you cannot kill an enemy 
is that, is that, that like an optional thing, feet. or is that you're just literally incapable of killing when you have it equipped? It's only if you I have the S, the S one. Only, yeah, yeah, only, only if you have the S. A, A1 is down to murder. S, though, no murder. No, no murder. Well, if we're following... This is a 10-year-old joke, but... If we're following uh, IGN rules, then you give it, you give that to your weak units, so then Vander could finish them off. <laughs> Those Vander levels. God, that is yeah, over ten years old now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we talk a little bit about the actual Ember Rings from a gameplay mechanic? So, Chef, you know this better than me because I've been playing this game. I don't know about you guys. I've been playing this game like ninety-five percent in handheld mode. It feels really good in handheld mode. Um, it's been just a like mix for me. I've been playing yeah. it on my TV with my GameCube controller because of Joy-Con drift, um, which actually Fair. works pretty well, except that I cannot see all enemy ranges, so I'm back in Radiant Dawn mode of having to do it individually. Because <laughs> that um, button any- isn't on that controller. Anyway, Chef, how many turns is it? So you, you start a battle where you can engage with one of these characters, uh, and you can transform into your little persona mode. No, it's and... a pop idol special mirage thing from Tokyo Mirage Sessions. That's literally I'm so what they sorry, all they're look completely like. different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll be honest, I, I never played Tokyo Mirage Sessions. So. Chef, yeah. and you would love it. You <laughs> yeah, would love no, it. From as what as the we people mentioned... in the Discord tell me, it's great. I should totally yeah. be bullied into playing it. Ha, yeah, ha, yeah, gonna happen. Say. If, if you if you play it, Darren, then I'll play it. <laughs> But yeah, 2030. We're gonna do an episode on it. 2030, 2030. Um, but anyway, how many turns? I'll do it. How many turns does it take to uh trigger? Because I so you start out with your emblem thing, you can use it right away. But then how many turns is is it? So you get three turns when you're in the emblem, or four if you level up your bond further. But then it's what? It's like five or six turns, I think. It depends on the emblem. it's technically infinite. It's you get charged based on actions or attacks. Oh, do you? Yeah. yeah so, it's so yeah. So doing an it. So it's a. Att- so if you hit an enemy, that's one charge. If you dodge an attack, that's a charge. And you, if you basically don't do anything after engaging, nothing. Yeah. Then just yeah, you'll never get take, it again. Take an infinite amount of time. Okay. So, that's that's interesting. There's blue glowy spots on the map that you can instantly refill your charge with uh which by the way this is worth noting it doesn't refill your charge if you're already in engage mode you have you have to be out of it if you step on it while you're engaged it doesn't do anything um but all of these units they do pretty different things they were able to make the lords more different than i expected them to when half of them are just you know haha blue blue haired sword guys but um, they all incorporate their own mechanics and things like that from their own individual games. Um, you get skills that you have when they're equipped uh, that you can use as you level up your bonds. And they all have signature weapons you can use along with, I think they each have their own signature attack, correct? Or Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Each, every other not always an, not attack, an attack, but, yes. but a signature skill. Action. Action. Yeah. yeah. Action. That's the best way to describe it. It's at first I was a little bit nervous because in that uh, that developer interview that I, I we were reading uh, or not we were reading but I, I recommend you guys should read they talked about the engage mechanic and they're saying this is like an opportunity for players to make the game easier for themselves and I was like oh god is this game gonna be you know a total cakewalk awakening again but I would say the game is pretty well balanced around the rings. That's not to say that they're not, you know, very, very powerful still, and your characters get depending on the ring. What are you playing on? I'm playing hard classic. So I just wanted to, I just wanted to stop you there because I think 
if you were on normal, you would probably be cruising using. Yes, I w- yeah. yeah, I will say that's I've been, a good point. I've been I've been helping I've been helping a, a friend sort of route the speed run of the game, and mm-hmm. the enemy quality on normal mode is just way chumpier. Is it really? I don't know yeah, anything about normal mode. It the the enemies are so much weaker. And okay, because I was that was another thing I was going to compliment this game for. I think their the hard mode is in a really good spot. It's I agree. It's tough, but it's not. You know, it's not FE6 hard mode or something like that. It's it's a great spot for an FE hard mode to be. Um, sounds like normal mode is what normal mode has been for the past long time now. Which yeah. <laughs> but, is fine. Like, yeah, it's fine. People, people get intimidated by it's this fine. genre. I, I don't yep. think there's a problem having an easy difficulty, especially people who play who can like do normal classic and feel good about it with the turn yeah, wheel I agree. and everything. Yeah. Uh, by the way, this is a now the what the third game we've had this for. It seems like they're going to do it. Keep the Divine Pulse Mills turn wheel thing forever. I love that. Yes. Yeah. It yeah. just lets you play with save states, basically. Yep. Yeah. Which is yeah. usually, I enjoy Fire Emblem more with them than without, frankly. I do and like this the game way they, uh... Yeah, it doesn't do the thing that it does in... Um, I forget if Echoes does it. Do they both where you like you get yeah, right? You get more charges as you keep yes. going. You yeah. just get a flat ten. And there has been one or two occasions where I've actually hit the limit. Oh, you get a which... flat ten? Yeah. Where does yeah. it show you how many 10. you have left? It says it's when you pull it up and then it says at the bottom left. It says oh. yep. charges left. I never so, I just thought it was infinite. <laughs> it, no, it's it a flat is, 10. Okay, that's no, good. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather it be ten than truly infinite. It is infinite on normal mode? Yes, on normal mode you have infinite charges, so... And I'm also fine with that. If you're playing on normal, you probably want infinite charges. Yeah. Is it 10 on maddening as well? Yeah, it's flat 10, even on maddening. Okay, okay, that's a good call. Um, Wow, that's interesting. Uh, I guess... The only thing thing about that, I feel like they've never had a good story story explanation for why we can... Because all three games, they attempt to explain yeah. why can why can we turn back time <laughs> i wish they just forget about it and just leave it as they, a pure gameplay they, well they, I, they I literally really just they just drop it one of the enemies just yeah. drops it and you pick it up and you're like oh that's a cool little rock that, like, that that's rock such has a magic time moment, by the way is that not the most like fates style <laughs> writing like important thing randomly drops oh my god we have it now this is what i was talking about when things just happen <laughs> like oh no it's a story that's villain. connected by and then yes exactly instead of because <laughs> yeah exactly um i will say that that is that is technically still what happens in in echoes if you don't talk to if you don't talk to silk in echoes then just go through the entire act one without it then just a guy will just show up like hey take this are you serious? Yeah, just a That's random great. merchant will just show up. Just... This is why Echoes is is top tier, but uh, we'll get to that one day. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Is there anything else we should say about the in, engage mechanic? I think again. So I want to. This was in my notes. I want to to note as a point of comparison the Path of Radiance Lagoos, uh, because on the surface level, there's a sure. lot of similarities. Like you've got your on turns and then you've got your off turns. Uh, you know, way better in combat. The Path of Radiance Lagoons can't do anything, uh, which is pretty different. But more importantly, I think, is that you have control over the cycle. Like, especially in the early mm-hmm. game, like, it's pretty likely that you could just beat the map before your engage runs out or before it matters. Uh, but staggering it out, like, you can kind of do a turn-by-turn plan for the map for when you need it. 
um, and then like map spatial awareness with the blue tiles to like refresh. And there's usually you're going to have more rings than there are blue tiles. So you need to pick who you're going to have, you know, two cycles per map and who was only going to get one. It adds a nice level of strategy to it. Um, and on normal mode, uh, where you probably don't need it, I think that's still good because it gets you thinking about it. Uh, like, when should I do this? Like, even on normal, when you don't need it, when you run out, you're going to want it and you're going to miss it. And that'll make you think a bit more, which is a good kind of entryway to the higher difficulty levels. It's not so precious of a resource that you shouldn't not be using it because you, yeah. if you're like, you know, at the start of a map, like you have a lot of enemies to fight and you'll get your uses back. Yeah, And so it's not something you need to be frugal with. And especially in some particular chapters or instances or areas where you have units separated, they can be like really impactful at, at certain intervals, especially yeah, if, you're in a situation, if you're in a situation where you're like, oh man, I'm like, I need to go use the time crystal to warp back because this person gets screwed up. And if you play with the different engages, you could probably pretty easily write around a scenario where... You can avoid that death, or you can avoid a particular thing. And it, the uh, one it thing works I wish well it had that, that it does not is being able to end it early, um, especially just because the blue tiles don't refresh you unless you're completely out. Um, but even without that in mind, I do wish you could end it early to start the off-turn cycle earlier uh, to plan more. Is that a thing you get later? Technically, with DLC power creep, the uh, the oh, Edelgard, Claude, and Dimitri. <laughs> They could they could end there. They, oh, they no 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 hold on hold well, on. They, chef, burn, they gotta, burn their turns. Back. I gotta stop you right away, Sheffin. That's not the name of the ring. The name of the ring canonically is Emblem Edelgard parentheses with Claude and Dimitri. Okay. I, I just got I gotta clear the air here because <laughs> she's the focus. From the right? Devil May Cry series. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> um, with the yeah, you know, yeah, with DLC other emblems, they all like are like you know these forlorn souls stuck in these rings and you have one that's like a group especially because you know that group in the game they were friends but like they had their off days like what if you get in a fight with your ghost friend and then you're stuck in the same (laughs) ring with them forever Mm -hmm. not erica and ephraim they love that shit anyway (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the next good topic is the somniel um, which is the kind of evolution of successor to um you my know, castle the, the Garigmok Monastery is the big obvious example, but my castle is another good one because it's also a pocket dimension. That's I mean, the progenitor. Quite, no, you're, yeah. you're my, teleporting to it after every time. My castle's where all this shit started. So here's the real question. And I think I could see someone saying either one. Do you guys like Garigmok or the Somniel more? Give me the monastery, and I hate the monastery. I really my number no. two note is I hate all the busy work at somniel it's meaningless. you don't need to do it though it's it's, it's busy work tiresome. it's Garrick not Mott, each character had a unique line after every chapter so Let's if see. you cared about the characters and story at all it but felt this... much less like busy work to talk to everyone mm-hmm. but this chef and tell me if i'm wrong because i mean you've had the most experience of the game this is the true somniel meta uh for your pets, your animals, all dogs, all dogs, all dogs, get all uh, for best people. puppers possible. Yep, best puppers. This game is biased, and I hate it. Uh, <laughs> Why? It's dogs, just right. Uh, yeah, it's just, they, they're they're just correcting the people who are wrong. Yeah, I know we're we're right. in a podcast with like at least three of you people who are always wrong, but you yeah. know that's just the reality <laughs> of the world. I didn't realize you were including yourself in that. Right that's right. Yeah. 
Yeah. Anyway, anyway, for people who don't know, this is not just us being biased. Dogs animals. dig up uh, ore, um, which they get. Yeah, they give you forging. metals. They give you iron, steel, and silver, which is the only thing that matters. You don't need to worry about cooking or any of that stuff. Uh, so all dogs, five dogs, all the way. Um, do your dogs? You especially do your don't need arena. to worry about cooking because you can just buy tonics all the time. Yeah, right. But do your dogs? Do your arena? You know, do your forging or, or buying if you need to, uh, and knock your supports out. That's it. That's all you need to do. You know, uh, and yeah, the ring so can, all the all the ring shit and the arena, which are like the two things that you're probably messing with every time, are both in their own individual loading zones. That is frustrating. So yeah, that, that's that's the frustrating bit there. But I uh, was well, so another another thing you should be doing. You should be cooking a meal because the meals give stat boosters. Okay. So unlike, they do? yeah, and unlike yeah. in unlike Wait, in three permanent? houses, well, just no. temporary. It's like the temporary. three houses. Oh, so they're like tonics, kind of. Yeah, just for the next battle. And unlike yeah. three houses, you don't need the ingredients at all to make the make the meal. Like it'll say like, oh, give me extra ingredient like cookies milk and whatever you you don't need that at all you can just cook you can just cook whatever meal okay so, so yeah you, you make every you check, item are, are dog, they impactful or is it like you know one strength one speed or is it actually a pretty yeah, good you can, buff? Yeah, you can, you can get yeah, like, one strength one speed can make a pretty big fucking difference yeah. okay it, sure one dex choice. one luck you know what i mean <laughs> there, there there's there's a whole variety there was there i know there's one that's like plus two speed mm. but then there's some that's just like plus one to all stats I think the Somniel, the look is nice. I love that it's more compact. Um, you can run around it a lot faster. Uh, it feel it's it was made obsolete by its own fucking game because now you can run around on the maps themselves after they're done, which I love. It's so it's amazing. It, it's the only thing that this game does to immerse you in the world instead of actively pulling you out of it. Uh, and I, if they do that for the FE4 remake, I'm gonna be so fucking psyched. Uh, they like that. I want them to do in every game now. Uh, and I think they can because they'll all just continue to be three D modeled. Uh, but that feels amazing. Like you're looking bird's eye tactics down for the whole map, and then you actually get to run around in it. Mm. Never been able to do that before, really, um, outside of like a couple areas in Echoes, I think. And it's it's so fucking cool. And it makes teleporting back to the monastery to then run around and talk to everyone and dig shit up and do your chores again feel even more pointless. Uh, like yeah. Just just have have a few tents for the shops and the forging and whatever on every map. Boom, done. You you don't need a monastery anymore. Well, like they for... they figured it out. But Husser, how 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 am I gonna watch the girls swim? Well, you'll have can to you wait that? until you play a map by the water. Wait, can you do that? As God there, intended. There, there's a swimming pool sometimes. Uh, yeah, there's for, a, the yeah, characters wear bathing suits in there in the water. I've never seen that. Other times, yeah, I've never seen that there's either. People, Hold on, let me get my Switch. Mini game. There's one I'm of the in... girls doing push-ups. You can see her boobs kind of bounce a little bit. <laughs> and then if they're doing squats or something. Oh. <laughs> Darren's oh. being a little too horny. Oh, oh, Darren. Oh, okay. I, I, I'm I, emulating that person. I am not that person. Uh, I hate the Somnial. Like, my notes are, fuck this place. I hate this place. Like Husser said, you have the field maps. I hate the loading screens. There's so many loading screens and so many important functions across different things. Put the stupid arena thing in the center of like the uh, in the center of the Somnial. Yeah, where they and have the, all the market. Just, yeah. Like, why do we need to fight fight in the void? And why is it so big? You, why you is it run random? from the door to the thing on the floor? Why is Darren it when does... I'm trying to train my weak unit? Why do they have to fight like freaking Diamant with like a like a with a wow dow? Like that's not fair. Freaking Fran's gonna get the shit kicked out of them. Like, of course they're gonna lose. Like, by the way, have you have you ever fights. seen 
at one point in the arena fight, and this was not a, like an emblem bond fight. It was just a normal arena fight. I think it was trying to give like Fram a level or something like that. I think there's a percentage chance that emblems can show up because Sigurd yeah, showed yeah. up, and he just wrecked his shit. <laughs> he, completely, <laughs> yep. he completely destroyed him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had um, Zella could do that. Just like one around them. I kind of love that though. <laughs> That's kind of amazing. I, I, it was so I, surprising the first time it happened. By the way, Darren, does does the arena void not look like I forget the name of the boss, but there's a boss in Elden Ring where you go to like a portal area like that. You're fighting like some big, what is it like crystal guy or something like that? It looks identical to, oh, to like I know what the you're void. About. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, doesn't look very that. similar. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a it's a common appearance of like reflective water over void that's kind of like hey, it looks cool yeah. it does look cool eh, um speaking of the loading zone for it chef and you're not worth the loading something zone. in defense of the somnial maybe i will say i'm full somnial over the monastery the, the, I amount of, the amount of busy work has just been basically cut all out entirely yep like, and unless you're on matting like i don't I, i'm gonna be real chef like you probably you, if you you're don't. playing optimally you should do the um the cooking and stuff i've done it twice i don't care i i, I just <laughs> I don't care. I don't need to do it. And the monastery stuff for the first half, like it's vital that you do a lot of that stuff. So yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm yeah I guess Samuel. like I like it better in that you can spend much less time doing it. That, I think that's yep. the critical difference between the Somniel and the monastery and why mm-hmm. I like it better is just like, even, even if you do like all of the stuff you're supposed to do, it's still much less time consuming than the monastery. Maybe like even one trip. I feel like no. I feel like there's so much dead time. There's so much dead time from loading screens. From how uh, first of all, this is like a universal problem that I feel gets compacted. The Somniel, who mm-hmm. made the key bindings for three hours and looked at this game and said, "Fuck this shit." Get this out of here. Oh, yeah. We're going to make oh, this I agree. destroy button. Yeah. We're, you yeah. know what? You got to press minus to check unit stats. Also, check every yep. unit stat one at a time. Also, uh, why so can't weird. you cycle through unit stats? Also, why is engage at the top of the thing when I sometimes I just want to attack? Because that's the, the default. And so this was actually the, a so question uh, from Zerk it's, Monster Hunter. Do you like the UI? Fuck no. <laughs> It well, looks, looks nice, nice, but it's not functional. <laughs> yeah, it looks way better than Three Houses UI. I'll tell you that. Three Houses. If ever UI there is a place to go function over form, it's the fucking UI. Apologies but, to cut but you but off I don't, there, but Keegan, it's... but I, I had to get my UI slash Somnio. No, like, Darren, I'm saying X to go to the menu instead of getting to the to the interface to actually go to reference because everything's in reference and not in a support menu or in a character menu. If you want to change skills, it's an inventory. Like, ah. Oh. It took me like two chapters to figure out how to update the bond levels because I was like, oh, it's not in supports. Oh, it's not in the ring area. Oh, it's not yeah. in the blah, 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 blah. Like, I'm sure I skipped a prompt telling you how, but it is so unintuitive on its merits. Like, why the hell is that in references? Yeah, it, it, it was a prompt at the very, like at the yeah. like very first time you get you go back to the song. The one, the one that trips me up by far the most, and this is still you know nearly twenty hours into the game. Uh, I keep wanting to hit X to open up the menu to save or go into inventory or whatever, because that's what, I don't know, every single game has been since, like, Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. <laughs> uh, and it's it's plus. It's not X. X brings you to the map to, like, teleport between areas. You have to hit plus, and it bothers me way more than it should. Uh, the minus thing to check units is really frustrating. But I I will fight you a little bit, Darren, because these are all... 
a lot of these things, not all of them, changing classes is stupid. Going to supports is stupid. Um, skill stuff is stupid. But a lot of this is not UI issues. They're control binding issues. The, the UI, I think, it's still... It's part of it, though. It's the user interface. It's the user experience. It all combines. It's not that it's just a different button to see unit stats. It's that now it's like the weird one at a time thing. Like it's yeah. all tied together. For it's true. The one, that, the one like. that also tripped me up is uh, like combat, how they deal with doubles. Like it doesn't say X times two or whatever oh on the God. side. Yeah. It, it adds the number together and you have to look in the center of the screen to see like the attack order and stuff that that tripped me up. I've gotten used to it now, but that was it gives it a that was kind of weird. I'm not playing yeah. Theracia. I can't calculate I like numbers <laughs> when I get the preview. I just tell me what it's going to happen. It's much easier to add two numbers together than it is to calc out the attack speed and see if it's because you're doubling or not. Yep. It tells you in the middle. It shows yeah. you the exact. It, it does tell you in the middle, but it's a little yeah. bit. Uh, it's a little bit. Strange but that's not the where the combat numbers are. It's not yeah. The combat the numbers is combat everything. Numbers yeah. No, they do. It'll say like. There'll be arrows going to both sides, and it'll say who attacks in what order and how much damage. And it'll even add in the little backup attacks that you'll get from those type of units. But on the far left, where it generally says, you know, 12 times 2 or whatever, it adds all of those numbers up. And I understand why they did it, but it's a little bit frustrating. I mean, you used to have UI options for the combat forecast. Why is it yeah. not an option to have the old view? There should be options. True, that is should good. be an option. Should be an option. Um, I will say, and we you haven't don't get that satisfying yet. times four with brave weapons anymore. True. That little uh, blue logo. God, that's true. That's the only weapon that it does do the times two thing for. If you're using like the gauntlets, it'll say X times two, and then in another line of text, say X times two again. So they do have the times two programmed. Uh, I'm just being really specific, I guess. I I do want to say, I think this is worth saying. Say what you will about character design. I'm not a huge fan of it across the board. Um, there's some units that look better than others. However, from a visual design standpoint, uh, even if the bright colors and stuff may not be for you, oh my god, is this game a massive jump from Three Houses. One of, in my opinion, I'm sorry to say it, one of the worst-looking uh, first-party Switch games and now we have one of the best-looking games on the entire system. This game looks very, very good. I don't know how they did it. If you guys and it didn't doesn't notice, get seven FPS anymore. It, no, it, it runs perfectly. It runs perfectly. And I don't know if you guys even noticed this. I would not have unless I watched, I believe, a Digital Foundry video. So if you're wondering how they have all these elaborate character models and um, animations and things like that going on during like the story cutscenes and things like that. Not talking about pre-rendered, obviously. The, the normal dialogue cutscenes. Like the in-game um, engine cutscenes. Yeah, the in-game engine cutscenes. Those backgrounds are PNGs. <laughs> yeah. And they're wow. just characters over a PNG. But it looks so good, I don't convincing. know if... It's super yeah. convincing. It yeah. does not take you out. They did a really good job with that. Yeah, one of the big differences... Three Houses also had like all their support and stuff in PNGs, but in this, but in this game... In, well, in three the models houses, actually look good. <laughs> it was, the models look good, and also in the sports, the camera was always like rotating or spinning, and everything felt like you were in a cylinder. That's true. That's very and, true. Like it was just circle. Like where are the corners? But here, it actually feels like okay. Now th th this is a, this is an actual place, or at least this is a room with wallpaper on it that distances seem to make sense. Where three houses, like 
Why why are we spinning in a circle here? We're in the cutscene tube. Yeah, we're in the cutscene tube. No, like the production value across the board, especially just in like that battle animation quality is exemplary. And I, I made a tweet about it, seeing that they were talking about how they're aiming for GBA stylization. Like they were aiming for like, that's the It's the closest part. they've gotten. We should hit it. Like they, yeah, all it, the animations are, are very good. I, I think you have to say this is unquestionably the best 3D battle animations we've had in, in the series. They're a huge step up from Three Houses. I don't know I mean, what the, happened. The competition is game. not stiff, to be honest. No. But, this, but this is head and shoulders above. Yeah, and even just like, you know, the like, Husser, you mentioned how they modeled out all of these areas, and then they, you know, since they had to model them out to begin with, you can walk through them and talk to characters and pick up items and stuff. Um, those battle areas look like leagues better than the ones in three houses because three houses they had i would imagine to do the same thing because you still have the like dynamic you know zoom in and you go to where you are on the map to fight but my god a lot of the like textures and walls and things like that in three houses just it, it looks really well bad. and to be fair to three houses the standards are a little lower when you're zooming in for a five second battle cutscene versus running around in real time yeah, uh, I don't yeah, think it's as big true. a deal to have like lower quality textures and stuff. Uh, but the fact is that they did step up and make it work for that more demanding environment. Yeah, and, and it runs great. Good. Like you said, it's a rock solid thirty. You know, would I love sixty? Sure, but this is a tactics RPG. It, like frame rate is not the most important thing as long as it's stable and thirty is good enough. This this is I, a this is a great playing game. I will say. I do feel like going through menus is sometimes pretty clunky, especially when I'm trying to do things quickly. Like if you've played a lot on like emulators or if you played a lot yep. of like the GBA games, like you can really menu really efficiently yeah, and quickly. And this but a lot of that, like that would be less frustrating if the UI, like if the menu trees and stuff were better and more intuitive. Yeah, yeah I, I think just, that's I'm the I'm just saying like basic boxes of like, of just trying to like move a unit, move them and then, pick an option whether it's item or attack trade whatever i feel that's a lot clunkier feeling i, w I will say i had that problem initially too did, uh but then if you go into options and set control to cursor then yeah. it, it gets it gets sped oh up yeah that is way yeah. i recommend i'm gonna have to do that yeah yeah it please do darren oh it, God, it makes it so, so much better I, I get the idea of them making it feel like you're controlling the character because I think that's some people's like aversion to these type of games. It's like all I'm doing is pressing A, and, and now I'm you know moving the character around. But the, the cursor feels way better. If it were doing Valkyria Chronicles, then that would be one thing. But you're still yeah. just <laughs> selecting a spot on the grid. You're just doing it much more slowly yeah. and clunkily. Yep. <laughs> it's not yeah. their fault. No one played Project Steam. <laughs> Codename Steam. Codename Steam. Actually, Codename it was Steam. probably called Project Steam internally though. Sure. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah I remember Husser was Husser was complaining about that initially. I was like, yeah, oh, go go to this, go to go to settings here, and like, it's not game yeah. speed. That was a godsend. I was ready know, to it, fucking throw my cartridge out the window. Like those first <laughs> yeah, couple chapters before I fixed that. Imagine another how much thing more I could have been enjoying this. Yeah, right? you, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Dar Darren, I'm amazed you've enjoyed it at all. If you've been playing the whole time on the what's the other mode called? Direct. Directional, I think. Directional, yeah. yeah. Can you, by the God. way, I, this has bothered me a little bit. The cursor speed does feel a little bit off to me. I don't think there's a menu to adjust the sensitivity, right? I think it's just set just, to that. Yeah, just set. Because it's really high sense. I, it's better on the Joy-Cons for whatever reason when I'm playing handheld, but when I first was playing, 
on the pro controller on the TV, it felt really, really sensitive to me. It kept overshooting targets and stuff. Yeah. 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 I mean, if, if Three Houses was a little <clears throat> overtuned too, uh, in that same way, kind of get used. You to get it. used to it though. It's not yeah. that that big of a deal. Why don't we very quickly? Because this is one thing I wanted to note in the game's favor, in my opinion, and that. I guess this statement isn't saying that much when it comes down to it, but so far my experience with this game is this has, uh, and and by a country mile to me, the best map design since at least Conquest. Um, I really like the map design in this game. It it feels like GBA Fire Emblem to me. Yeah, I've only played the early game, but it's still been pretty good. There's clearly thought put into it. It's not we're we're a long way from fields of enemies that you enter in an enemy phase through Feels yeah more it, player phase focus it is much more player phase and also it's hard to blame echoes for this because it's a remake of gaiden which you know i, I i'm not gonna fault it for that but uh three houses i can fault um yeah. one of my least favorite parts of that game is i think the map design three houses sucks ass <laughs> for the most part and there a lot of them are just like open fields route the enemy kill them all in this game there's a lot more variety and like Stefan wants you know, words with you on that one <laughs> i suppose so but you know there'll be two different chokes or something like that or two different avenues you know ways to split up your units and take on both sides and you know you kind of meet again in the middle that that's very like gba to me and i like that probably the biggest thing that adds also adds to the map design is, is we haven't talked about it at all but the whole break the break break mechanic yeah yeah as Definitely. you know yeah, the most important the weapon yeah. triangle. Thank ever. God they brought the it back. Triangles been like ever. Thank yeah. God they brought it back. I was yeah. tired with Echoes and Three Houses both taking it out because then to me, it's just like melee units just feel identical. I feel like that's one of the big reasons they put um they put the weapon triangle in because when it it comes down to it, there are two types of Fire Emblem characters. There are Fire Emblem characters that can attack from two spaces and that can attack from one. <laughs> and you can break it down into minutia with weapon types, but uh, it it gives literal value. Like this is the first Fire Emblem game I've played. You know, probably since a very long time since I started. Kind of under- is the yes. only other game where you're like, man, I wish I had more sword users. <laughs> That's true, but also just in general, I think when we all first start playing Fire Emblem, it's like, oh, I need an axe unit. I need a you know infantry unit. Blah blah blah. This is the first time that it's like wow, I, I really need at least one or two of all three weapon types because it, it makes a difference, and it's cool. Yeah, it's like, finally, the weapon triangle has at least approaching the importance that the in-game tutorials made it out to have, like, back in the yeah. GBA era. And, yeah. I, it's and let's not kid ourselves. Axes and lances are still the best. <laughs> but swords are the closest they've probably ever been, besides GBA. There's a reason like... to have some on your team. Yeah, I feel like yeah. you fight a lot of axe enemies, and it really val- makes and you, you only have a leer. Users, yeah, yeah for a while in the beginning. you only have a leer, which yeah. you're mm-hmm. like, oh, if I had one more sword. Yep, and a leer sucks that way. when Marth isn't engaged. And then, well, yeah. then, then it also adds another dynamic to like armor knights who who can't be broken. Yeah, so add mm-hmm. so like your the player the player armor knights they get that much better, and you know they're actually then able to effectively. Do do their job that they're set out to be basically, and be be the most effective option in a lot of cases. But it also makes enemy armor knights like super threatening because it's yeah. like, like yeah. if you leave someone like you can't if you don't have magic you can't you, you yeah can't you do need 
you on harder difficulties, you'd need magic, really, to I, kill a I, lot of them, or of effective my, weaponry. On all of my main combat units, I have given them an armor, like, like effective weapon, because I'm yeah. like, this is a problem. I will go, and all yeah. of a sudden, my way will be blocked, <laughs> and if I don't have a mage there. Like, luckily, since I've been using Selene a lot, especially... With warp like Ragnarok, there's points where she was like doing something else. I'm like, you need to get over here. This guy is in my way, and he is obnoxious as hell. Yeah. Well, it's I worth noting too. Ragnarok is cracked, and it's cracked in exactly the way mages and echoes were cracked, which is so great. It's so true to the game. Like same with Sigurd. It's insane, and it's insane the way Sigurd's supposed to be insane. One tip of advice: I have a feeling you guys all did this. People listening to the podcast, uh, as soon as you get the Sigurd ring, fuck. What's his name? Alfred. Alfred. Fuck Alfred. Take it off him. Put it on Chloe, and your life is going to be so much better. <laughs> yeah. Chloe, um, put it on Chloe, or or put it on, or put it on Louise. But both yep. both equal equally good options. True. Very true. And that's the other thing I was going to mention. Um, for people who maybe have not played the game yet, and they just want an idea of what sort of the early game is like. Chloe is your Pegasus knight. You know, classic early game Pegasus knight always been a great unit as long as fire emblem exists probably always will be a great unit um louis on the other hand is your early game armor knight who is one of the best units early on which is not something that can be said for many fire emblem games so they they did especially when he gets extra extra movement and he can canto after he attacks or if he does a momentum and armor knights like they have shit speed they're only going to hit an enemy once with sigurd's ability you yeah. get that one big hit and you can do work in some of those early maps. And like going back to weapon interactions, um, they carried over from Gaiden and Echoes the fact that magic ignores uh, avoid bonuses, which is that I'm true? Really I didn't even for. realize yeah. that. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's the it's the avoid bonus from terrain. From terrain, yeah. yeah. Okay. Not not from like skills and stuff, but so yeah. In, yeah. on enemies it's usually just terrain that matters. Um, but that's really nice for like dealing with stuff on forts. It's so frustrating when they've got like 50 avoid and you're just doing coin flips and losing them over and over and the turn wheel doesn't help because the RNG is yeah. rolled. Right. So I should say on a technicality, it's only the, uh, the mystic type or mystical yeah. oh, type. That okay. av- so it's like it's their like trait. Right. So if you have like a mage, uh, a mage knight or whatever their name is, they they can't ignore terrain. But the right. sage can. Okay. So, so by the which... way, can you guys explain this to me? Because I don't quite understand. If we're going to talk about the unit's kind of secondary type thing, what exactly does the dragon class do with engaging? Because I know you get like different bonuses or something like that when Alir engages with emblems, but I, I don't know what they do. <laughs> exactly. uh, if you look at each of the um, each of your emblems, when you look at their skills, there'll be like a tight bonus next mm-hmm. to some of them. For Alir, there's one for all of them, and it usually just makes that ability or that engage skill just like the best option of all of the other alternatives. Okay. Right. So it's so so, like for Alir with Marth, for example, uh, as a dragon, he gets two extra hits on Lodestar Rush. Yep. And the additional follow-up attack that that Marth does for him, uh, he heals off that. Yep. Where everyone else, they they only get was it five lodestar hits? Uh, they get they get everyone gets seven. Backup um, gets I think eight. backup gets eight, and then a leader yeah. gets nine. 
Yes, and the, and then no one no one else gets the healing on the the bonus yeah. attack. So if you go to each of your rings and like like go to a leer in your like emblem ring menu and you like go through each of them, you can see the specific bonus that a leer and dragons by extension get in as their trade bonus. Is that what makes Salir good? Because at first yeah. I was like, oh, Lear's pretty good, but he's not broken. But at this point in the game now, I'm like, wow, he's really fallen off. But it's it's the engage stuff that makes him yeah, strong. Yeah, it's, it's the engage stuff. And I'll also say there, there's some later shenanigans, but and it's the yeah. emblem stuff and the, and the bonuses he gets. Uh, some of them are pretty extreme. So like uh, Byleth, for example, mm -hmm. uh, the his Bylus ability is Dance of the Goddess, so AOE mm -hmm. dance. But every class gives different stat bonuses. So like and gets fire, a different weapon, right? Yes, uh, they all get different yeah, weapons. Not different as trade. important, but yes, yeah, well, they get different weapons too based on your trade. Yeah, that too. But mm -hmm. and but with so like flyers with Dance of the Goddess grants like plus five res to everyone. Where a Leer, if a Leer has it. And does dance of the gods. Everyone gets plus, like plus four everything, I believe. A uh, plus oh, three to every stat. Plus yeah. plus three. Yeah, spectrum every spectrum AOE dance. And um, AOE the, dance. you also get um instruct, which is like pretty similar to um, rally. um yeah, it's it's like it's, uh, it's awakening rally. rallies. Yeah, it's awakening rallies basically. And the stat boost that you get off of that is the same as the one from your dance. And you can use you can use the you get the dance once per engage, but you can use instruct every turn. So exactly. for a Leer, you can give plus three to all stats to everyone within two tiles every single turn you're engaged. So even if your Leer is like bad at combat, you can buff your actual good combat units with her. Uh, I just got Byleth. I'm permanently gluing him to <laughs> yeah, as, as you should. Immediately what I did. Uh, but I do want to bring up a counterpoint. Um, I see what you're saying about Byleth being strong. Leaf gets killer axe. So I, I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> to be fair. Killer axe. <laughs> to be yeah. fair, that they're kind of melding different ideas from like Gracia and genealogy, the genealogy, whole war, where yeah, Leaf is a master lord and can use yeah. every weapon. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. Like that. And you can get like an Omni Slash like mega attack, which is kind of cool. Does he at least get the light brand? Yes. He does eventually get the light brand. I okay. also like and, the um, the ability about it where it um, automatically equips your best weapon on enemy phase. I think that's really cool. That's, that's I think probably it's like, the probably best. His best. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, I think it's like his big redeeming factor. And he also opinion. he also takes he also takes less damage. Yes. Uh, if he's got weapon triangle advantage. Yep. Which you Ike seems pretty bad. I'll, I'll say that Ike's been a disappointment so far. He he doesn't seem great. He's he's specific. Let's say that Ike is one of the I think two characters that gives you axe rank. I think it's him and Leaf that mm -hmm. give you axe rank. Yeah. Because Le Leaf, like we said, he's like the master knight type. So he he gives rank and. I think like he give rank and everything. I think almost Maybe all. Maybe not the magic, yeah. but I think yeah, all he the does, he like, doesn't give weapons. He also doesn't or give fist. fists. No fists. Yep. Leaf yeah, doesn't know how to violent. punch. Yeah, Leaf I mean, fist actually tracks because yeah. Leaf couldn't use them because they didn't. Yeah, he couldn't punch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Leaf doesn't need a punch. Bitch. By the way, does it <laughs> not? Does it not bother you guys? It's so stupid and specific, but like if they're going with game by game by game by game. Everyone, not everyone, but I'm not the first person to say this. It really bothers me that they use Radiant Dawn Ike instead of Path of Radiant Psych. Yeah, I guess yeah. that's the problem of it being like the Radiant Dawn being the continuation of the character. And yeah. Then also, if it's Path of Radiant Psych, then it then begs the question of like, is, 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 goes back to an original question of like, is this actually Ike? Like, is that True. snatched? Or is yeah. this like his spirit afterwards, where it's like Radiant Dawn, like, all right, this could be like the spirit afterwards, but if it's Path of Radiance, like, no, we know in Radiant Dawn. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. someone Ike. who really likes the design of Lord Ike, I get it because he's very underrepresented. It's either yeah. agreed. I prefer Guts Ike, Ike too, or Ranger, but that Ike. still didn't bother me. Yeah, Lucina's also broken, by the way. For you guys who haven't unlocked her, <laughs> she's really good. <laughs> Do you guys have a favorite emblem? I'll say. Um, Marth surprised me on how good he was because I thought just like sword locked infantry, how good can it be? But load rush is just a delete button, which is more useful than you'd think it would be on harder difficulties. Uh, especially with the whole thing, and it, we haven't mentioned this small thing. I really like the bosses in this game that the bosses have these like crystal things that they pop and get another life. Uh, some of them I've seen them get like two life so the bosses are actually threatening sometimes which is a nice change you can still kill them in one turn but it takes a lot more work to plan it yes yeah which i'm very okay you kind of have to because some of them have you don't want it to be their turn sometimes yeah some of them have very powerful abilities they can do and they can delete people if you're not yeah in particular like the lin one where she has that massive aoe like Arrow strike, kind of similar to Lord Star Rush. Not as much damage, but it's way higher range. And um, uh, it's arrow damage. So if you got a flyer, like, anywhere in the vicinity, I think it's the range is something stupid, like 10 tiles. Like, uh, 10 tiles, or if you're covert, it's 20. Yep. yep. Or if you're so, it's 15. 15. Yeah. Well, there you go. So if you're within <laughs> 10 to 20 tiles <laughs> and you're a flyer... With, so if you're on the map... If you, if you equip it to Covert and you're on the map and you're a flyer, you can die at any point. Yeah, and it's interesting because Lynn, from a player phase, she's kind of more like middle of the packish, I'd say, in my experience for the emblems. But in the enemy's hand, she's fucking terrifying. <laughs> I think for me, probably favorite emblem is just Micaiah, just for the uh, AoE uh, warping and rewarping capabilities of her. Yeah, They're just like, man. Instead of warping one person, let's just warp Wait, the whole It works team with over. warp? Yeah. You can yeah. warp four people. I, my mind yeah. is blown right yeah. now. <laughs> is AoE warp? Does um, it use so, four Wait, so do you get a regular five? warp staff, or is it like through skills? No, you have to use the... Yeah, you have to use the warp staff, I think. But okay. um, does it use warp five times? Like, no, just one use. It's one just use, one four use? People. Yeah. Oh my God. And you also get and uh, you also get rewarp, which still it still becomes AOE and then just warps so the person could, and then yeah. all the adjacent. Yeah. And, and so rewarp like, is more common too. Yeah. And cheaper too in the shops. It's, mm-hmm. it's just a different a different position instead of setting up like the Tetris the Tetris block. Now it's like all right, let's just make it. Make everyone make it make mm-hmm. the dot make the plus sign here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on, Chefin, because I want to cut you off here because uh, that's pretty cool. But Ike has hammer. A he slow does hammer. hammer. <laughs> he has a slow hammer that goes <laughs> as negative priority in combat. So, you know. <laughs> I mean, Sigurd gives plus five move. That's fucking insane. Yeah. Sigurd. On I, Chloe, I she from... could just go like anywhere on the map in yeah. turn. Technically it's plus seven if you're a cavalier and you're it's and you're yeah. a chump who left it on Alfred. Yeah. True. But I would have or to plus, use Alfred. Or, or plus six if you put it on a Lear because dragon. <laughs> From a gameplay standpoint, I like obviously like Sigurds is great. It's phenomenally useful. Micaiah's was a very pleasant surprise because initially I was yeah. like, eh, she has a healing staff. Uh, okay. Then once I got it in my hands and gave it to like a staff user, I was like, ooh, 
do Ooh. what we can cook here what can we i really like up, Celica's. I, I really like how Celica's incorporates mechanics from the game and warp red yeah. rock is delicious echo has also echoes has also been useful in situations especially with multiple armor knights you can just be like, all right you're a problem you have no resistance i can take a hit to the damage just nuke to you and get you out of the way uh there was a really fun use case i had for roy on chapter 10 i won't spoil it but it involved a lot of enemies that had low hp and so when i did the big explosion i got rid of all of them and i was like 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 fuck you i, I did the counter does roy have chaos blast yeah he's he's got he's got an aoe swipe and, and when you engage it buffs the stats of your your unit you He's get, also like, got yeah, his, one of his weapons too is Lance Reaver, which in you know as we've talked about since the weapon triangle is much more important in this game, Lance Reaver is like, actually really cool. Yeah, it's actually pretty useful. Uh, I'll give some mention to ones that we didn't talk about. I mean, um, I think Byleth is insane, but we were talking about it a little bit earlier with Alir and Byleth. I think it's kind of like a disgusting combo. It single-handedly made Alir from being like this underwhelming sword unit who was outclassed by like most of my other good sword combat units to like this just nuts support unit that I, I'm forced to bring anyway. I might as well use them like that. I'll also give mention to uh, Lucina and backup attacks. Chef gave a, a suggestion to uh, use heroes. Put on a hero, or, right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. heroes, their class skill makes their backup attacks like brave attacks. So you mm -hmm. get just like doubles on it. So if you equip Lucina's skill or Lucina's emblem onto a hero, you can just passively get like 10 damage or more randomly just mm -hmm. by like having them in range. And that's not too hard to do, especially if you give them like a ranged weapon. Yeah, because yeah. one, one of the things is it's what? It's like it's a percentage chance, like 75 at the highest level, I think, that yeah, you do the 70, backup attack. You don't have to be adjacent to the enemy anymore. You, you just, just have, have to be within range, and that yeah. range can be after you've moved. So you can do like yes. your full, like, it'd be on hero, you do your full five tiles of movement, but then it'll calculate your range based on your, your ability to move from that spot. So you can get a lot of mileage out of it, depending on where you can position your hero. Yeah. It's pretty good. And um, doing uh, the um, the engage attack all for one, it's I don't think it's super great, but if you can like pile up your units together and get like a big hit, I think it's really cool. It's not like as strong as some of the other ones because a lot of the other ones are just like unconditional big nuke, but you can do some dumb shit with it. And it's kind of cool. The only thing I found annoying with uh, Bile and Alir is that it I don't know why, but it gives him doesn't it give him the axe? Uh, yeah, but yeah, who gets a mirror? Who cares? The that axe sucks. That, that I will say that is one thing that I have not really found a good use for the smash mechanic yet. Uh, it's more, yeah. The main thing is it's more useful on like if armor you, knights or something. Yeah, yeah. Like on armor knights, or if you've already broken the enemy and they can't and they can't counter That's back. That's true. Then 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 you can just it's just a big big hit and oftentimes sometimes be more than if you were to double. It's like but a shove. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just like for people who don't know what we're talking about, because the break mechanic has been pretty heavily advertised. The smash has not really. There are weapons like uh, like blade weapons make a return from um, GBA games and hammer, like I said, with Ike and like great, great axe or something like that. Great lance. Um, they're all weapons that have negative priority. So even on player phase, it's like they have vantage or something. The enemy will attack before you hit. But you push them back a space, and they're usually higher might, lower speed, uh, higher might, and you know, higher weight. So you have lower speed. They're they're interesting. 
I haven't found them super useful, but I, I see what you're saying. That it that is kind of cool, but it's, it's not it's, as impactful as I would have liked, I guess. Yeah. Not it, as it, impactful as Ike with the hammer. That's actually yeah. really fitting because that's how you kill a black knight. Yeah. <laughs> like that that's enti- that's entirely gotta be a reference. <laughs> I feel yeah. like he it has is. resolve, right? Doesn't he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he has wrath and resolve. Yeah. He has wrath and resolve. Oh, yeah. So yeah. like they yeah. they, 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 they know. knew what they were doing. That, yeah. That's cool, yeah. actually. That's yeah. like even yeah. just playing the game, you wouldn't necessarily know that. You'd have to yeah. be like into it a bit more. Mm-hmm. We should yeah. probably wrap it up. Um, so I'll I just agree. say that if you feel like we didn't talk about something, you know, we didn't. This was just a first impressions. <laughs> we'll we're, gonna, we're gonna be talking about it more. We're all gonna beat the game. Some of us for a fourth or fifth time, Chef. <laughs> and um, you know, more to go over, more of the game, more uh, of your questions that we will get to in subsequent episodes. But for now, Which... those are our first impressions. Which also, by the way, uh, I know you said this, Chef, and I think we've all been thinking it. At least I know I have when I've been playing this game. My God, would this be a fun game to draft? <laughs> yeah. There's there, a lot of the emblems there. are so perfect for it because you can draft a shitty unit and then just like, like you yeah. can always make shitty yeah. units good in Fire Emblem pretty much, but the emblems are like way better way to do that because you can mess with their skills and their mm-hmm. all their stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. also just with this game being more traditional, like it fits the draft way more than like, oh my god, how are we going to yeah, do three, three houses? houses? That's like... going to be a nightmare. Yeah, in comparison anyway. <laughs> to the, the past two drafts being All of Fates and, and Radiant Dawn, like yeah. Yeah, to, Radiant some, Dawn. Of the, some of the least draftable games, like yeah, here where like you got people, they join at this time, just, you know, <laughs> no, no exception. Yeah, but this, we... this is not a promise, but compared to, like, how long it took us to do Fates, so, you know, when Fates came out to when we finally did the draft, I would expect a much shorter period of time <laughs> to when we do engage, because I'm, I'm actually really... It's less of a daunting really... prospect on a lot of levels. Yeah. Perhaps, I'm excited for it. I'm actively perhaps... excited for it. Perhaps if people have an interest in seeing us do a draft of Fire Emblem Engage, yeah, they let should us know. go over to patreon.com slash emblemcast and make sure to let us know. Yeah. And if you want to see us do Tokyo Mirage Session Sharp FE Encore Edition. Also make sure to join our Discord, um, which can be found in the podcast description. We have a whole channel called Fuck Devin, where you can go t- tell Devin to go fuck himself. The most Apparently, important you can skill. also tell me to play Tokyo Mirage sessions there yeah. too. That's yeah, not a patron found a second perk. You can do that right we now. Might, we might need to. You. We might need to name it "fuck Devin and Darren." That. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've really come to enjoy that channel's new second purpose. Yeah, it's been it's been a good joy. It's been good. Listen, fun. Darren. Sometimes you just need to get fucked. We've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and, and on. That we will see you next time. <laughs> I, I, one, one last thing before we go. At the very start of this yeah. episode, it was asked, uh, "What is what is my playtime in?" in oh, oh yes, ah yes. Uh, yes. And the, the follow up. The answer: seventy-one hours. Holy shit! <laughs> Understand that oh. is the entirety of almost a week. Half of that time, including <laughs> sleeping, working, eating. Has been yeah, there, 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 there have been some times where I, I, I don't, I don't go to bed. I just sleep in my chair, and then when I wake up, I just go back to playing engage. You know what? Wait, the, the gamer's oh boy, life is a hard one. Yeah, it's like it's literally that. Like I go to bed at like three a.m. and then wake up at five a.m. Like, all right, let's go. 
You know what? Chef and shows the bat the path of the blade. All right, J just don't. <laughs> I'm learning. Let him, let him do it. He's learning. You know, in this first impression, if you cook. wanted, if you wanted to gauge whether or not you should get the game, like you know, if you're if you if you ever felt like your tastes were similar to Chef's, which is say terrible, you could be really enjoying the game here. Maybe you should. The so the Darren and Chef and show is dead, right? No, I missed, no, no, it, no, 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 no. If this, anything, this show they I think it's even better. Time. It's better to have the opposite pull on some things because like, sometimes our opinions yeah. overlap and sometimes they're so contrary. We just get like mega episodes, yeah. you know? All right. Well, yeah. it lives on. Darren, before we close out, because you haven't said explicitly, and I know it's a loaded question. We've all been wondering, do you like this game or not? And you refused to tell us until we started this yeah. podcast. Do you like engage? <laughs> so as you as you probably heard at points, I kind of snapped a bit, and I had regressions yeah, that kind of filtered out. No. There. So like like many of us, I you know the writing and story is whatever. It's literally Fates Two. They could have just called it yeah. Fire Emblem Engage Fates Two, because yeah. uh, Corin and Ali are basically the same person. Fire Emblem Engage Revelation. <laughs> It's like that office meme, you know, corporate wants to identify the difference in these pictures. You can have a picture of like the yeah, Alir and Corin. It's like they're the same character. Uh so <laughs> is good voice acting. Yeah, but uh the like, you know, generally the the gameplay's been good. I would say up until like that chapter ten period, I was like resenting having to bought it and playing it. But I'm mm -hmm. enjoying it a lot more since. So I'm I'm in the camp of I'm enjoying it. And I and there I definitely think the, the draft potential for this game could be pretty interesting. So Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to like, replay it skipping cutscenes. Oh, me too. Yeah.